Good morning, everybody. Boreda. Hope you're on a nice little walk now listening to this podcast. Now, today's podcast, the content of this podcast comes courtesy of my sister annoying me in WhatsApp. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, now, Sophie, my sister, has been asking. This is what she asked me. Sophie, if you're listening, listen, not coming at you. It's just a good example of, you know, being able to ask questions off the cuff and then having answers. Okay, so here's what she, here's what she comes at me with first, guys. First question is, can I lose a stone in a month? You know, can I lose a stone in a month? My reply, what do you think? And she says, if extreme, yes. Shall I just run more? Only so much weightlifting can do. It's like 14 pounds is a stone in four weeks. It's three and a half pounds of fat a week. That is a 10,500 calorie deficit per week, which means a 1,500 calorie deficit every single day. Now, most people's maintenance, 1,500 to 2,000, that means you're on about 500 calories a day, you know? That's the first thing, is like, when we logically look at what we're saying, the answers are there, you know? Like, it's ridiculous, you know? Why do we say stone? I actually hate the the stone system. It's just pounds or kilos, it's easier. We should all convert to it. Anyway, so no, you can't lose a stone in a month. You know, just get married in July, right so april may june three months um she says she's on 1500 or so calories she goes up to 1600 to 1700 when she trains my weightlifting taking longer to shift my weight's taking longer to shift and i don't like it it's taken me nearly 12 weeks to lose 10 pounds now 12 weeks to lose 10 pounds is absolutely fine bang on like what we are trying to lose around one pound of fat a week why do we need to do more than this? Okay, because the problem is, you know, I don't like that the weight is shifting too, taking too long to shift. You don't like it because there's a rush to an end goal. If there was no end goal to rush to, right, and we accepted it, and we didn't want to change the fact that the way to lose weight isn't extreme dieting, isn't yo-yo dieting, and it will be a consistent, you know, one pound of fat a week around that, we just have to accept that and we bake that into our lifestyle because, look, shock, Sophie, shock to you as well. If you lose five more pounds or you lost three pounds or you lost one pound between now and your wedding, no matter what, you, it's never going to be good enough on your wedding day. A lot of people have got this mindset. Whatever you do, it's never going to be good enough. Whatever shape you get into, it's never going to be good enough. However much weight you lose, it's never going to be good enough because the mindset hasn't changed. Your self-image still hasn't changed. We, The human mind always wants more. This is a fact. So you think you're going to lose an X amount of weight, it's going to make you happy and you're going to feel fine. It's not true. It's the biggest trick the mind plays. So instead of thinking, how much weight do I need to lose? How much more weight can I lose quicker when you're actually losing weight at a, at a, at a consistent rate? We need to say, you know, if I maintained this as a lifestyle, which is doable, you know, and by the time I get to that week, will I be in a good headspace? Will, will I be feeling good? Will I be feeling strong? And the answer is, you know, if I can control what I can control, which is the present moment and what I do today, then there is no need to worry about if it's going to be £10 or £7 or £6, okay? Because what you don't want to happen is, is that one day, that one big special day you think hinges on if you are £3 heavier or £3 lighter, which it doesn't, right? Ends up being a catalyst for extreme binging afterwards into an extreme rebound, and then what you've done to get to an X of weight, if this is a holiday, if it's a wedding, you, as soon as that event finishes, chaos, you revert back to your former self or whatever you want to call it. And that's not healthy at all. 
So we don't want to sacrifice our mindset, our mental health, the way we do stuff for a singular day, even if it is a wedding. Because your wedding is not going to be determined by your weight. Your wedding is going to be determined, how I see it, is if you can let go of things you can't control and enjoy the day with your family and loved ones without worrying about what you look like so much. Of course, look the best you can. Get a makeup artist, get the best dress of the time. When the day comes, the day's there. You put that dress on, you get ready, and then you, you stop worrying about what you look like for other people. And you, wor- you, you focus on the connections and the experiences of, of the day. Surely, surely that's what should happen. Not, will I look good in that photo? Like, think how stupid that is. Will I look good in that photo for my wedding? What about the wedding itself? If you only want a photo for a wedding, then what's the point of getting married? The, the memories you have for life would be way better than the fucking photos you get. And I'm not, this is not saying to Sophie, it's for everyone. Like, why are we obsessed so much? We go on holiday, we can't have the holiday until we have that day one photo where we've worked out to look a certain way, and then that goes on social media, and then you're happy to just go nuts afterwards and go, yeah, it's fine, I've got my photo, now I'm content. It's a very strange way to live. I mean, we get caught up in this if we're not careful, so I think it's important. Anyway, let's carry on with this conversation. Um, so I just explain, you know, it's not really possible. Um, slow approaches it the way, and it's stupid to go on low calorie diets. Um, and she says, I've never done low calorie diets, but I'm not in better shape, and the training is the same. I couldn't live on low calorie diets. Like, okay, well, accept slower results then. You know, five pounds won't make a difference at the end of it. Um, okay, should I even lose five pounds a month then? No, there is no number goal to lose. Whilst the macros you're on will be around one pound of fat a week. We can't control the total amount of weight we lose because weight and fat loss are different. You can lose fat but not lose weight. I will keep saying this, it's important. And now then she says, my measurements have come down but my weight won't budge. That data isn't, that, that's useful data, that's important. So your measurements are coming down but your weight isn't changing. Now there's a few things that happen here. Now this is, guys, by the, by, the, by the way, a lot of members who lose weight and go to maintenance can't get their head around this but in the bodybuilding world and stuff like that, fitness world, there's something called recomping, recomposition. It's when you lose fat and gain muscle, but your weight basically stays the same. This is the holy grail of body transformation, essentially, that you gain fat, you gain muscle and you lose fat. At the end of the day, your weight might remain the same. This happens a lot of the time. You see photos online of someone at 140 pounds two years ago, and then you see him after weight training with still 140 pounds, but they're completely different in terms of what they look like. And this is what's happening. There's more muscle mass, there's less fat. So for the fact that she's saying the measurements have gone down, but the weight hasn't budged is a great sign. It means that you've been weight training, Sophie, for ages. You're gaining muscle, right? Because you can gain muscle in a deficit. I'm not saying it's optimal, but it's possible. Muscle is a signal-based thing. So you need to do the, the training to signal, get the protein in, it's possible and your fat loss is coming down, and that's great, okay? So that's a more important metric. Why is it still the number that matters? Think about it. Why is it the number that matters in this case when actually your measurements are down, weight's the same, who cares? You're doing the training, you're doing some runs, you're feeling better, you're looking better. Why are we still not happy because a stupid number on a scale isn't a number you want to see? And you say, well, Scott, why do you have daily weigh-ins? Just to remind you, daily weigh-ins with a weekly average is, an, is, a, is a useful metric for the AI of our app over time. That's it. I'm not saying it's going to be useful for you day-to-day. In fact, it's not useful to you day-to-day at all. 
But it's interesting to see how much our weight does go up and down. And it's interesting to see how our average weight over the menstrual cycle... I was going to say our menstrual cycle. Clearly, I don't have one. But it'll be interesting over time when the app shows you in the graphs your menstrual cycle and your, your stress levels and your average weight and stuff to see if there's any correlations. You know? And again, weight and fat isn't the same. Right? And this is great. Sophie then says, you know, I say, look, why are you thinking of terms back, you know, 10 years ago about weight is all about weight and all that? So, no, I don't because I eat what I want with it in my macro count. I eat the chocolate, I'll have the chocolate as long as, it's, as long as it's within my range, I'm doing it. But it's taking longer. I said doing more cardio won't mean you lose more fat. Because it's not true. Doing more cardio doesn't mean you're going to lose more fat. Like we said, like I said last week, the more training we do, the body will compensate. And actually, you think the net burn is higher, but it might be lower. You might wear yourself out. You might move less throughout the day. Okay, and here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. I knew she wasn't using our app for tracking. Because she says, how, how, how can I lose more fat then when I'm being consistent? Okay, this is, a, this is the problem with MyFitnessPal because it doesn't make changes to your macros automatically. Okay, it gives you a set of macros to start with and lets you go off on your old devices. You lose weight. Guess what happens when your weight drops? Your maintenance changes. Guess what happens when you change your steps and work out slightly, or mainly, mainly steps? Your maintenance will change. So your macros will have to change over time to keep that fat loss coming. My fitness pal doesn't account for this. This is the biggest flaw it has. So I said, oh, I caught you out. And I saw for you, baby, listening. How, how are you tracking your macros? And she said, my fitness pal paid for the turtle one, but couldn't find all my meals, had to edit it and put everything in. I said, get off it. What do you mean add your meals? She said, what would she say? Why can't it scan half my stuff then? Another, another over-exaggeration. Because our UK database scans 89% of the supermarket foods. If someone says half the scans don't work, you're probably eating very new foods or like, you know, the new plant-based stuff. It, it's just not true statistically that we only scan half foods. Also... This is for everyone else over here, but all of us, including me. Why are we so entitled to think that when we use something as as new and revolutionary as what our app does or even food scanners, that it should all work within milliseconds for us? So we have to scan, we have to, oh, if we have to put something in manually that takes five seconds, no way am I doing it, you know? Think about that now. So in Sophie's position, she's used my fitness pal and has not had her macros changed at all for the 10 weeks, and now she's at a, now she's been at a standstill with her results, or she's feeling she's at a standstill for weeks because her macros haven't changed along with her data, which is the problem my fitness pal. But if she had used our app and just had added the food she usually eats, it would have saved to the database, the barcodes would have saved, and she would have been able to use it just as quickly as my fitness pal in a few weeks, and she would have had the weekly check-ins and the automatic week, weekly tweaks to her macros, and she wouldn't be in a position now where she feels stuck. Right? So when we look at the both apps, my fitness pal has been around for 10 plus years. It's going to have a much bigger database, even though a lot of the foods are f- the wrong. Our app takes away the, the uh, label errors. So labels are allowed to round up the calories for macros. So you'll always see labels will be higher in calories than what we'll have in the app. The reason is they round up to have nicer numbers. We actually take, so calories come from the macronutrients. So if we work out the calories from the macronutrients themselves, we'll have the exact calories of that product. With the food labels, they'll round up the calories and then you'll actually won't have the same number. So we, we remove that error because data accuracy is very important. If we can make changes systematically our end to reduce, to improve accuracy, we'll do it. 
So that's what we've done. And we've got the weekly check-ins. So if she had used our app and just had the inconvenience of, you know, we all feel entitled to have all these amazing tools working seamlessly, we can't spend 15 seconds inputting some information, uh, custom, you know, quick ad for the benefits of it actually analysing data and change it. Think of the... <laughs> think of the return on investment of that. You spend two two to three extra minutes a day adding the food you usually have, your recipes, into an app. And as a result of that, it will automatically make changes to your macros for you every week if needed to ensure you're staying on track with your goal versus saving those two to three minutes, right, a day, which is minuscule, but then you are getting confused and you have no idea if you're on track anymore. You don't know what you should change your macros to. You don't even know if they're right. You don't even know if why they're not changing and you you spend your time googling what your macros be you know that's what i guarantee you sophie spent hours and hours googling and looking up online asking questions to people about what the macros are right which doesn't which doesn't help a situation because we make changes of your data who cares about other people's data it's your data that matters self-knowledge your data so she would have wasted that time anyway worrying even in exchange of me on messages worrying about why she needs to change her macros you know that's the reason we built the app the way it's built. It's because we used to do these weekly check-ins manually. You have to wait two to three days for us to look at your spreadsheet and analyze it. But machine learning algorithm with an output of what we wanted to do can do that much faster, much more intelligently than we can. And we take care of the human angle, which is the comfort eating, stress eating, the conflict in the mind, all that stuff. You know, And it's important that we look at the macro app, the app, the app you're using, not as a MyFitnessPal um, type of app right but as a personal lifestyle coach that does changes for you saving you got ungodly amount of hours worrying no need to worry about what you should change your macros to you just get on living you can track get on living happy days i think it's an important lesson there um again conversation goes on um should she change her macros on training days and i said how many times you train a week she said about three times sometimes four I was like, Sophie, it's about 3% of your waking hours training. I mean, don't overcomplicate things. And the same for all of you. If you're training, you don't, you, know, you don't have to change your macros on training days, right, to be higher, right? Unless you want to optimize your performance, elite athlete levels, and you want to increase your carbs on training days, fine. But you don't have to worry so much about, oh, I'm training today, so I need more, I need, need more of an allowance. What matters is the weekly average. Three workouts a week is nothing as a weekly average of your calories consumed, calories expended, sorry. So we shouldn't be too overcomplicating it too much. If you are looking after, if you want performance nutrition, the very simple basics are have some carbs two hours before you train and have some carbs with protein, you know, about an hour or two after your workout, right? Very simple, very simple. There is more complicated stuff like a two to one ratio of glucose to fruct fructose for, to replenish the glycogen and stuff like this, which is, again, you can go as deep as you want on all this stuff. You can go really, really deep and Dr. P can take you down this deep rabbit hole and it can just confuse the hell out of you and it's actually no benefit to you or benefit to me, anyone. Because none of us need to go elite athlete level deep. We're just trying to live a healthier, balanced life. We're trying to lose a bit of weight. We're trying to look, we're gonna try and get build our strength try and do something manageable, crack on with our lives, get on with our work, look off friends, family, all this stuff, be happy, joy, all that stuff. That's what we're doing. You know, we're not here to, most of us here are not here to be elite athletes, are we? We're not here to have six-pack abs on holiday. Like, if you are here for that, so you're in the wrong place. 
we're here to live healthier, happier lives. And that all oh, cheesy scout. Well, maybe it is, but that's the truth of it. It's like I'm not going to the gym to be a slave for me to be a slave to the gym. I'm not tracking my macros and doing this to be a slave to food. I'm the master of my days. And I will want to be healthier, and I feel healthier, happier, stronger, when, of course, I know what I'm putting in my body. I know I can eat whatever I want. Today, I had a cinnamon cinnamon swirl. Unbelievable cinnamon swirl. Unreal out of this world. Happy days. There we go. I had a cinnamon swirl. I liked it. I enjoyed it. In it goes, you know? And that's it. I'm cracking on with other parts of my day. And over time, I've noticed changes. You know, I've been tracking my macros, using the app. I must tweak my macros over time. And yeah, I've noticed I'm lose. I'm looking in a mirror sometimes, week week to week, and going, oh yeah, I'm losing a bit of weight there. I'm looking a bit leaner, feeling a bit stronger. Ryan sees me, goes, yeah, you're looking a bit, bit leaner and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, happy days. But I'm not like, f- like fanatically focusing on it. It's just a byproduct of the lifestyle I'm leaving. So remember that, guys. It's the byproduct. The byproduct is you're a leaner, healthier, happier person. Um, and if you find yourself getting the word, I. Mm, the word obsessive, if you find yourself saying, I'm getting obsessed, we need to reevaluate things. Like, are you, if you're getting obsessed, you're looking at this entire thing in the wrong way. You know, we track the food we eat because it gives us a massive insight into where we're going wrong in a sense where, where we're, you know, maybe gaining too much fat or whatever. You know, if you run a business, you track the ins and out. And the more you can keep a tab on it, the better the performance of the business, basically. The more you let it go, the more things can go wrong. It's kind of simple stuff. The awareness of things helps us. So the awareness day to day. So that's all I'm asking is the awareness and understanding we're not trying to be slaves to the gym, slaves to macros, slaves to all this stuff. We, the, we're using them as minor tools in our lives to supercharge our life versus they're not using us to suck us in, you know? Can you, can you picture that? Like, we're, we're saying happy days. This technology we've got, I can track my macros with ease. It can make changes for me automatically. It's amazing. I'm not going to be trapped by diet culture anymore and all those nonsense slimming world clubs and stuff like that. Yeah? I'm going to train three times a week, three or four times a week. I'm going to do strength training followed by an expert that we've brought in with David Nolan and programming. And I'm going to follow that and enjoy it. I'm not going to question it too much. Go on Instagram and see one new training technique works well. 1,000 reps over your head, jumping off the ceilings, nonsense. You know, you follow what the science says through what David has taught us through the seminars, through the training plan. And you just crack on with it. You enjoy that workout. That's it. Job done. You move on with your day. And results will come. What a way to live. What a way to live. Now, just to, just to reiterate, that wasn't a goal, my sister, even though it was easy to do so. It's just most people will ask the same things. You know, as much as I can share the information, say this and that, like, it takes a while to break through sometimes. And I just want to make you all aware, like, look, it's normal to, you can see yourself, you know, slipping back into old habits. It's normal to want to achieve X amount of weight loss by X date. But I'm just telling you that that's not the way to, it should be. It's it's gonna lead to it's gonna lead to pain. It's gonna lead to anxiety and stuff like that. And uh, it's never the way to go because when that day does come that you've tried to look X weight for, you're gonna hate it because that X weight maybe hasn't been achieved and then it's a miserable day. And that's not how we should be living. Um, so enjoy your day, guys. Get your one big thing done. Write it down. Whatever you wanna do, put it in the app. Get your one big thing done, and successful day basically. And I can't wait. I'm testing out the new app design today, and I should have a build for you all to test maybe by next week. So hopefully, guys, you're going to have the new supercharged version of our app soon. And if you're listening and you're not an app subscriber and you've been on a free trial, 
the annual offer 59 quid for a one-off payment it works out 490 a month if you work it out that way but it is 59 quid up front just to be clear um that ends next week so if you want to jump on that happy days and we see you for a full year but other than that enjoy your day live one day at a time and i'll see you all soon